Hello everyone and welcome to the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that emerges out beyond than just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for The Impact Play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon, where several recruits and above get the show ad-free. Gold recruits and above have exclusive access to not only the post-show, but they can even call in and be a part of the live show experience. Learn more at patreon.com backslash The Impact Play. I'm Ishawas Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yegu. This is episode 110. On the agenda, we have Ubisoft's new free-to-play title, X Defiant. New Konami's next Yu-Gi-Oh! Konami's next Yu-Gi-Oh! titles are on the horizon. Pro Evolution Soccer is getting a name change. Activision Blizzard is facing a lawsuit. F- Ferrari is making its way onto Fortnite. Is a Simpsons musical? Has John Cena returned to the WWE? District 9 may be getting a sequel. The Last of Us has finally begun filming. The Olympics have begun. The Mavs are the 2021 NBA champions. Kanye West's album release? As well as Camila Cabello's latest single, single and more. Plus the top news stories of the week. So, welcome to our very first segment of the show. We, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. Uh, so, I, if you guys have been following the Impact Play Switch channel, I do live playthroughs of Riker League, and I've finally gone ahead and started playing NBA 2K for the very first time, or 2K21 to be more precise. My first playthrough of it, I had no idea what Biden was doing what. So literally in the, in the second quarter, I was down by like 30 points, if not more. <laughs> so I ended up losing by like 50 points, I believe, by the game's end. But it is honestly like my first NBA, NBA title. So I had no idea what uh, what control that did what. I was just I was essentially figuring it all out. So I've done ahead and I played it once more, but I was doing the training. So I could go ahead and get used to the controls, and I've been improving. I've been having a blast. And speaking of NBA, that I literally yesterday ended up buying a basketball from uh, Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> So literally that w- one game has got me into playing basketball once again. I haven't played it in years ever since middle school. Middle, middle school days. It's casually playing with family and cousins and all that stuff. But yeah. So Rocket League has a new skin that's available now. I call it skin because I'm used to Fortnite, Call of Duty, and Apex and all that stuff. But uh, it's the Jurassic World jeep that's available in shop now until next thursday of course uh, even though i was that's like my least favorite skin out of this whole month i went ahead and purchased that anyways because i enjoy Riker league a whole lot and i 
I've gotten into the NBA Top Shot, which uh, which will be one of our our news stories, and I'll discuss that later on in the sports play. But yeah, collecting digital moments and what have you. And let's see. In regards to shows, it's the usual. I'm catching up with Lucifer, and which is also a new story out of our entertainment play for today. So there is that. Uh, anime. I just caught up with the Seven Deadly Sins. I enjoyed it. And movie-wise, literally the last movie that I watched was Space Jam. I discussed it on the last week's post show. Uh, yeah, that's literally all I've been up to. Like, I have all, okay, one more thing. I am watching Cars 2, which I didn't really watch. But yeah, and other than that, that's about it. So I guess we're going to hop into the news, and we're going to start with your gaming play. Where are you? Oh, here it is. And the first one on the list is Blizzard's Blizzard harassment, discrimination, and then a quote-unquote broke culture. A frat boy culture, I should say. And these two articles are coming from GamesIndustry.biz. And they are related to this one topic. So, actually three. So, uh, this was filed, this was... Yeah, posted Thursday, July 22nd, as of this recording. So, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing has filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for violations of the state's civil rights and equal equal pay laws regarding its treatment of women. The lawsuit is the result of a two-year investigation into the studio by the state agency. Bloomberg reported and described Activision Blizzard's alleged Frat by culture and beating grounds for harassment and discrimination against women, which is not at all welcome. And hate or harassment or any form of that isn't welcome at all, especially here in the Impact Play. We do not condone that and we do not welcome it. The lawsuit describes an atmosphere where women have to continually fend on unwanted sexual comments and advances by their male co-workers and are being groped at what the document describes as cube bras in the office. Women are, are subjected to quote-unquote cube, cube brawls, crawls, in which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. The lawsuit reads, male employees, male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for long periods of time during work while delegating their responsibilities to female employees, encouraging Engage, I'm sorry, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and jokingly about rape, which at all is again not welcome at all, which shouldn't exist. The document goes on, explain, on explaining the tragic consequences of this alleged constant sexual harassment with a female employee dying by suicide during a business trip with a male supervisor who had brought quote unquote butt plugs and lubricant with him. No comment. The DFEA reports that numerous complaints were made to HR and management, including to Blizzard Entertainment's J. Allen Brack, to no avail. Employees were further discouraged from complaining as human resource personnel were known to close to 
were known to be close to alleged harassers. The lawsuit says, as a result, as a result of these complaints, female employees were subject to retaliation, including but not limited to being deprived of work on projects, unwillingly transferred to different units, and selected for layoffs. The lawsuit also highlights a pay gap between genders across all roles and seniority levels. These discriminatory practices began at higher, when women were offered lower compensation and less lucrative job assignments and opportunities than their male counterparts, the document reads. But yeah. So hopefully this will change. This is not welcome at all. So this is the same coming from the president of Blizzard Entertainment. So I quote unquote, I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday. And I know you do too. Brack said delegations and the hurt of current and former employees are extremely troubling. He added, while I can't comment on the specifics of the case, as it's an open investigation, what they can say is that the behavior detailed in the allegations is, is completely unacceptable. Brad went on to say nobody at the company should face discrimination or harassment, and everybody should feel safe working there, as it, as it should be everywhere. He added that it takes courage for people to come forward with their stories and insist the company and leadership take such stories seriously and investigate them appropriately. People with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. Brack said, I disdain bro culture and I have spent my career fighting against it. He added, a company is more than a legal construct that exists as a piece of paper in a filing cabinet in Delaware. The people that work there as a company make it what it is through their actions and creations. Each of us plays a role in maintaining a place of safety for one another and is also up to each of us to continue to craft our, the blizzard we want and commit to, and commit to doing our part and keeping blizzard great but always aspire for more oh yeah like that is not it's not cool at all and here is uh, Bungie speaking out against it as well Uh, okay, Bungie is built on empowering our people, no matter who they are, where they are from, or how they identify, the company wrote via Twitter. We have a responsibility to acknowledge, reflect, and do what we can to push back on a persistent culture of harassment, abuse, and inequality that exists within our industry. It's our responsibility to ensure this type of behavior is not tolerated at Bungie at any level, and that we never excuse it or sweep it under the rug. While that counts in this week's News are difficult to read. We hope that we will lead to justice, awareness, and accountability. We have a zero-tolerance policy at Bungie for environments that support this toxic culture, and we are committed to rooting them out to defend those who are at risk. Women, PC, under their their present communities have nothing to gain by reliving their trauma. We believe them when they come forward with reports of abuse or harassment. We don't pretend that Budgie is perfect and no, and that no one has ever experienced harassment while working here. But we will not tolerate it and confront it head on. And we will continue to do 
the work every day to be better. Our goal is to continue to improve the experience for everyone working at Bungie and do our part to make the gaming industry as a whole to be more welcoming and inclusive. But yeah. So, moving on. Into Ubisoft, new multiplayer free-to-play shooter, X Defiant, which is a mashup of different universes. Such as Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, The Division, and more. So, I'm definitely excited about this. So, hopefully, they have cross-play and cross-progression as well. That's what I'm waiting for as well. I'm so waiting for The Division 2 to have cross-progression. That's why I haven't touched it. Uh, I see something. So, there's a closed beta test that will begin August 5th. With you could register for it now on their site, but it looks good. Ugh, this looks like it might be my my next uh my next game that I might, I might get into. I'm definitely excited for it. Thank you, Ajen, for that news report. Next, Konami announces multiple new digital Yu-Gi-Oh! titles, including its most complete digital version yet. And this is coming from MMOBomb.com. Konami has a, has a digital CCG present in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, but a, vi- but a video presentation revealed much more about its future plans for online gaming. Duelings itself will be will be getting the Arc Five World in 2021, but the biggest announcements revolved around the group of new games that are sure to please duelists who believe in the heart of the cards, as myself included. The biggest reveal was for Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel, a full a full feature adaptation of the physical CCG Konami calls the most complete Yu-Gi-Oh TCG title yet. It will release on basically every platform under the sun. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series consoles, the Xbox One, Switch, Steam, iOS, and Android. And will be the first digital Yu-Gi-Oh! digital game to officially support 4K. But literally when I saw this announcement, I was excited about it. So literally they took uh, Magic the Gathering's uh, what's that? arena and made it, made, it their, made it not only better, but made it their own as well. Like it looks so good. Uh, I'm excited about it. And there's another one called Rush Tools, which is essentially a... Uh, well, well, my belief is to be a a fast-paced Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, duel instead of the regular 60-card duel. It'll be 30 or 20, I believe. Uh, as uh, similar to the speed duels, this was released in Japan, I believe, about a year or so ago, and they're bringing it into into the U.S. But literally, I'm excited for it. So hopefully, this will be good, and I'm and and I'm all for it. Apex Legends esports will have five million dollars. A $5 million prize pool in return and will return to live events. Thank you to Benjamin for this article. 
The Apex Official Esports League is getting a $5 million prize pool and then return to live physical events if conditions allow for the coming year. EA and Respawn Entertainment's Battle Royale competitive slate feature a mix of online and physical events, crossplay competition, and pro as well as amateur battles. The Apex Legends Global Series kicked off in June with a showcase of 170 of the best Apex Legends squads from around the world. The esports events are the tip of the spear for EA and Respawn's efforts to grow the already large audience for Apex Legends. Earlier this year, the Apex Legends Battle Royale crossed more than 100 million players, and I was one of them. Yeah. Moving on. This is coming from Rockstar directly. GTA Online Los Santos tuners are out now. Car culture is taking back to the streets and GTA Online Los Santos tuners. Los Santos tuners delivers an action-packed new update for all fans of GTA Online. Featuring the LS Carmi, a a brand new club and social space for players to get together and show off their customized personal vehicles, test new cars and friends on a private track. Watch others mod their cars in real time and more player-requested features plus 10 new, highly customizable cars in a range of tuner-inspired styles. A new auto shop property, 6 epic new robbery-style contracts, new races, a host of new quality-of-life improvements, and much, much more. I've played GTA, no, the GTA, not GTA, on GTA, I believe 6 or 5. No, GTA 6 isn't out now, GTA 5 on uh, Xbox. Game Pass. I played it once, but literally haven't gone back to it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. New content means more, a much uh, deeper experience. Moving on. Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, and Naruto are coming to Fortnite. It's coming from PC Gamer. Fortnite's next big concert will be headlined by Ariana Grande, according to a combination of court documents and recent leaks. Including to, in addition to Naruto, as well as, what was the other one? Oh, Lady Gaga. Literally, just, there's no other information about it. So, speaking of Fortnite, the Ferrari 296 GTB is available is is drivable in Fortnite now. So you can road test it. There's a new Epic Quest. And there's also uh, new skins in the shop as well. With the outfits. Oh, well. Mm. Okay. Gamescon will be taking place between August 25th and the 29th. And the roster includes Bethesda, EA, Sega, and Ubisoft. This came from PocketGamer.biz. Next, oh, we mentioned Netflix uh, expansion into gaming, and they're going to start with mobile. It's coming from The Verge. And, of course, we talked about this before. We'll, talk, we'll discuss it a little bit again, that there will not be a price increase. Pro Evolution Soccer will now be known as eFootball in a free... And will be free to play. Thank you to End Gadget. Xbox announces new Microsoft Flight Simulator accessories ahead of its Xbox 
official launch on the Xbox uh, consoles. Xbox Series consoles, I should say. And they're new. these are coming from Turtle Beach, Fly Honeycomb, TM Thrustmaster, and Razer. Alright, and we're going to end this gaming play with a hybrid of gaming and music. So, and this is in regards to NBA 2K22. We'll feature a hip-hop career option. This is coming from hiphopdx.com. As the NBA season comes to a close, popular video game franchise NBA 2K has begun the rollout for its upcoming game. NBA 2K unveils their cover athletes for NBA 2K22 with five different versions. Now the creators of the game are announcing more, even more big news. The city will see a whole new bunch of features added. The focus is on the expansion role, uh, play, on the role-playing mechanics, which includes the chance for players to chase a side career to complement their NBA dreams. According to a report by Screen, Screen Rant, one of those side career players will be able to choose from is a rapper. Play, uh, basketball and hip-hop go hand-in-hand, hand, and rappers and ball players love crossing over into each other's worlds. So I'm definitely excited about it. And I'm, I used to have, oh, that's what I forgot, I forgot to pre-order. Because I don't, I always, I rarely buy physical games, but the only reason why I'm going to pre-order this one is because it's the first WNBA player to f- be featured on uh, on a 2K game. So I'm going to I'm gonna pre-order, and it's available exclusively at GameStop. Okay. And now it's time for your entertainment play. Where are you entertaining? Oh, I'll do. Okay. John Cena makes a major announcement in his highly anticipated return to Raw. This is coming from Yahoo. One night after a make after making a surprise return to the WWE during Sunday's money during last Sunday's Money in the Bank pay-per-view uh, event. 16-time champion John Cena was back on Monday Night Raw, and he just so happened to be the first episode of the show with live fans in attendance since the COVID forced shutdown began in March of 2020. Finally, we can come back and cheer together and boo together and make some noise and connect with people that love this. Cena, uh, this came from Cena, John Cena in Dallas. And even though the act... After million announced his presence... So he's here for the uh, Universal Championship about five weeks from now, but we'll see if he's here for good. So he's not a full-time wrestler because he's into the entertainment world. He's an actor. But yeah, moving on. The Simpsons is doing its first ever all-musical episode in season 33 premiere. The Simpsons will cook off season 33 by singing a new tune. Many of them, actually. The long-running Fox animated comedy will present its first-ever all-musical episode. The show's producers was revealed in a Comic-Con video panel on Saturday, titled The Star of the Backstage. The September 26th premiere is the most musical episode we've ever done, declaring executive producer Matt Salmon almost wall-to-wall music. 
It's like a Broadway musical of an episode with all original songs. In addition, The Good Place star Christine Bell, who guest starred in the season 27 episode, will feature uh, will be featured as Marge's singing voice. We all love Marge's voice, added song, uh, Salman, but this is a singing voice that's different. So yeah, that's exciting. Now let's see, HBO's Last of Us star is prepped to start filming in Alberta. It's going from GameSpot. Alberta, Canada. So literally, that's all it is. <laughs> that's all this uh, new story has for us. The charmed history repeats itself. Madeline Mantok ex exits show after three seasons. It's coming from e the EW. So playing uh, Macy Uncharmed for the last three seasons has been an, an immense privilege, and I have and I have so enjoyed working with our fantastic producers, creatives. Cast and crew, Montag said, I'm incredibly grateful to the CW and CBS Studios for my time on the show, for being a brilliant support and my difficult decision to leave. Huge thanks to our fans who can look forward to and what I know will be a spectacular fourth season. So it doesn't say why she's leaving, but yeah, literally. But that's about it. Moving on, Marvel's Blade, uh, Blade has found its director. Ba uh, Basam Tariq, best known for directing 2020, 2020's Michael Mowgli. And moving on, District 9, the director hints at a long-awaited sequel. Thank you guys for this other article. So speaking to IGN, Blue Cap said it took, or should I say director, Neil Blue Cap said it took some time to craft a story that was more than a simple sequel. The script continues to be written. It's looking good. It took a decade to figure out to come up with a reason why to make that film as opposed to just make a sequel, he said. Regarding the plot of District 10, Blue Cap did not share any specifics, but he teased it will dig into a certain topic in American history. So that's about it. <laughs> Short. She-Hulk cast Arrow director Josh Segarra. I think I'm coming back for that update. Leslie Grace will star as Barbara Gordon in DC's Batgirl movie. From In the Heights. Thank you, IGN. So Miss Marvel and Hulk are both set to release in 20 of 21. So I'm definitely excited for this. Anything that's like superhero related or or more directly Marvel related, I'm excited. I'm all for it. DC reveals the cast for its animated Injustice movie. I honestly thought this was gonna be a live action for the Injustice. When I heard about it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be interesting. 
But they're animated. Anyway, I'm all I'm always for animated, but I prefer live action every now and then. So it's due for for release fall of this year. Marvel announces the return of Luke Cage. But to the pages of Marvel Comics to be more more precise, not the <laughs> the not the TV show or the movie round. With launch Luke Cage City of Fire, a three issue miniseries that will serve as something of a hey of a minor character piece vehicle for Luke Cage by examining his expanded role in Marvel's Harlem neighborhood, as well as the larger cinematic universe. I'm sorry, Marvel Universe. Cinematic is the movies. The series will also see Luke Cage go up against a villain group named Regulators, as well as police after a black man in Cage's community is shot to death. So I'm not going to go into more specifics because I'm trying to keep it spoiler-free as possible. If you guys are interested, be sure to check it out. Leslie Grace will play... Wait, did we say that already? Oh, no, we didn't. Hold on. Give me a second. I feel like we said that already. Uh, let me see. you Entertainment. No, that's not the one. Yeah, Leslie Grace. Oh, oh, okay. Here, here's more details. It's going from GameSpot. Okay, that's what I missed. That's going to be on HBO as well. So I'm excited for this as well. Like, anything superhero related or more precisely Marvel, I'm all for it, regardless. And now it's going to Dragon Ball Super reveals the title and teases a new animation style. At Comic Con at home or San Diego Comic Con to be more precise. So this is coming from IGN, by the way. After an official teaser earlier this year, and that a new Dragon Ball Super movie was in the works, a recent Comic Con panel has revealed the official title for the upcoming film, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. <laughs> I honestly didn't, didn't think this was real. This is like weird. It's slated to premiere sometime in 2022. While not much is known about the film yet. Pro- uh, series producer is Ikio Iyoko said during the Dragon Ball special panel that the decision to add two supers is that in the title was to emphasize that the movie is about the superhero vibes. The movie will be the latest feature film following the release of Dragon Ball Super Broly, which was originally teased in 2018. So the panelists also noted that the film will include some new designs of several characters. From the franchise, as well as a brief te- teaser that shows off a new animation style. So, like I said, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got. PUBG is getting an en- is uh, working on an animated series f- from ID Sh- Shankar and Grafton Inc. That. Let's see. That's literally it. Okay. Lucifer is getting its final season. That will premiere in September on Netflix. And and I'm literally trying to catch up as much as I can. (laughs) Literally. And there is a new 
our original series coming to Amazon Prime Video on November, this November. It's called The Wheel of Time, so I'm all for that as well. And it's co-produced by, Sam, uh, by Amazon Studios and Sony Pictures Television. Alright, and we're going to end this with... Old Creeping number one with an estimated $15 million in the box office. When I saw the trailer, I wasn't excited about it. I'm surprised it's top the charts <laughs> this weekend. It's poised the the, the top of the domestic box office charts this weekend with an estimated $15.75 million. But yeah, thank you, Variety, for that article. And now it's time for your sports play. LeBron James becomes the first player in NBA history to make a million dollars in earnings while still playing. And of course, we're going to go into the NBA championships. So congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the finals 4-2. So when I was watching game six, uh, the first half, I honestly thought Phoenix had had this in the back. They were doing pretty good. The offense was good. The defense was phenomenal. But then what happened? Milwaukee turned it around <laughs> upside down, <laughs> and literally they beat them one hundred five to ninety eight. Like wow! Like wow! This the first quarter Phoenix were down sixteen to twenty nine, and then they ended up like. They, Catching up and beating them during the first during the by the first half's end, thirty-one to thirteen in the second quarter, and the third quarter ended up being pretty decent, thirty to thirty-five. And then the, they fell short on the the last quarter, thirty-one to twenty-eight. But yeah, literally, <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. Though it was, it was a great game, regardless. So congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks as well. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, as well as, give me a second. Let me see how to, let me see if I can pronounce this. I know his first name, Giannis, and Tech to Kunpo for winning the uh, the MVP. Alright, moving on. The Olympics has begun. Opening ceremony began on July 23rd. And the first gold and the first uh, medals of the Olympics has been awarded to, uh, I guess, shooting. It, uh, the first one was won by Yang Qian uh, of China. Of for the ten millimeter air rifle event, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm assuming it's twenty hundred fifty one point eight yards or something like that. And then the silver went to Russia's Anastasia Gal Galashina with twenty fifty one point one, as and the bronze went to Switzerland's Nina Kristen with two thirty point six. Okay, and here's some breaking news for you. 
Bryson, the chamber is unable to complete at the Olympics after testing positive for COVID-19. Okay, and this is coming from Sports Center. Thank you for that. So Patrick Reed will take his place in Tokyo. And I guess we'll talk about this because this is like a hybrid of sports and music. So musicians from the, this is coming from Billboard. Musicians from around the world came together to, to perform. John Lennon and Yokio once imagined for the opening ceremony and ceremony at the Tokyo Olympics on Friday. And among them were John Legend and Keith Urban. The performance kicked off with children's uh, choruses from Asia, singing on the floor of a most empty, mostly empty Olympic stadium in Tokyo, because literally, the Olympics is essentially close to everybody domestically and internationally. So it's literally just live TV. And then, yeah. Let's see. And we're going to end this with, well, the sports play. With a tweet from NBA Top Shot doing a partnership with Quavo. And I'm going to play this for you. So all of you audio listeners, you are missing out. Up, I didn't realize it. Okay. Man, for some reason, it's not recording the sound. Let me edit it. What's up, y'all? I'm excited to be partnering with NBA Top Shot. Make sure you sign up to get your starter pack. Then collect moments from my favorite players, and you'll win some prizes. The NBA Finals pack finna drop, and it's gonna be dope. You don't want to miss it. So, what's up, y'all? Oh yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. I, I started, I I was invested in the NBA Top Shot maybe like during the finals, during the NBA Finals. I I I, I was trying to figure things out, but it's yeah, it's it's, it's nice to collect. Literally, I'm not. But these uh, quests and challenges, like with Quavo, it's it's an added bonus to it to add more value to it. But I'm I'm literally here just for collecting, it, essentially. But yeah, for the collecting. And now we're gonna end this with the music play. We're not in there, but the the last uh, new segment, the music play. So, uh, if you guys uh, were in Atlanta, I'm sure you've heard about Kanye's new album uh, listening event, dubbed uh, Donda. 
his 10th studio album. So he took over the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So literally, he just played songs from, from his album, essentially. So the album is named after his education education or a mother who died in 20 in 2007 at the age of 58 and Atlanta even dubbed uh, that day the city of Atlanta dubbed that day Kanye West Day apparently because he's made such an impact so if you guys haven't heard the track and haven't heard the album it's not out yet because it's been delayed to August 6th for official release, but it's, it's not for everyone to like, for any any sort of fan of Kanye. If you guys don't enjoy it, you don't have to enjoy it. You don't have to force yourself to enjoy something that it's just not for you or not meant for you. And he was also spotted at a uh, Atlanta United soccer match after the listening event. Which, which happened yesterday. And he also debuted his Yeezy 1022 boots at the show as well. Happy 52nd birthday to Jennifer Lopez. She looks phenomenal. Alright, moving on. Drake's delayed next album, Certified Lover Boy, is in the can and is due out sometime before the end of the summer. That much we know. The final details are not so much. <laughs> uh, so that's literally it. So the key billboard for that update. These next, uh, these, no, these, oh no, this, this, this is going from Complex. So Camila Cambello shares her new single, Don't Go Yet. On Friday, she released her latest single, single, okay, into her third studio album, Familia. So thank you, Complex. And this last one is going from Billboard. So we have new releases. We have uh, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Carlo. We have Right on Time by... Brandy Car- Carleel. We have Liquor Store by Remy Wolf. We have Your Best Friend by Kiana, Letty, and Kalani. We have Mercy by King Mala. And we have Glowing by A Great Big World. So now we're going to. Move on to Raider Mail. If you want to send us Raider Mail, here's how. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that you may have for us by sending us Raider Mail on the Discord server, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readermail at impactplay.com. Who knows, we even be featured on a future episode, or even our special Raider Mail segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the MF Play a part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord and chat now. And guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch 
and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes we benefit from the show. And we cannot do this without you. We're literally one step away from unlocking subs, which will further elevate this show to new heights, to a new community, and just having more people find us. And we and literally just share the channel, follow us, uh, um, join us when we go live, lurk if you must, because every little bit helps. Follow us on social. And yeah, but let me check if there's any last minute uh, news stories before we end this. Or anything breaking news. Okay, here's something uh, breaking as well. France hands the U.S. men's basketball team their first loss in the Olympics since 2004, snapping their 25-game Olympic winning streak. A.V. Funder led the way with 28 points. Thank you, Sports Center, for that tweet. Let's see. Let's see, doing that. What about that? So, Buja. It has his very own skin in Fortnite, which is available now, I believe. Okay. So the Rolling Stones are returning to the U.S. this fall. Uh, with September twenty on September twenty sixth in St. Louis for the first reunion since last year's postponement. Uh, so let me read this: September thirtieth, they're going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the Bank of America Stadium. October fourth, Pittsburgh, at the Haynes Field. October ninth, in Nashville, at the Nissan Stadium. October thirteenth, at the New, or New Orleans. Jazz and Heritage Festival, October, uh, October 17th at the Los Angeles, Los Angeles SoFi Stadium, October 24th at the Min Minneapolis U.S. Bank Stadium, October 29th the uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, November 2nd the Cotton Ball Stadium in Dallas, the November 6th at the Allen Giant Stadium in Las Vegas, November 11th at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. November 15th, the Ford Field in De Detroit. And November 20th at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Let's see, what else do we got? So you could, ca uh, you could catch Short Night 2 uh, on the big screen in Fortnite. If you, if you haven't watched the film. In game, Dreamhack is beyond is 
happening now to the 31st. What else do we got? I'm assuming that's it. All right. So we're going to end this. Thank you guys so much for joining in, for supporting us every step of the way. Leave us a review, even just a reading on your favorite platform. Have a great one, folks. Until next time.